So the National Assembly's come under criticism for revelations about the behaviour of lawmakers. On today's glossary, we're going to look at privilege of speech. Cho ji Good morning, Alex. So parliamentary privilege or privilege of speech or immunity of speech, whichever way you'd like to refer to it, is a legal immunity enjoyed by members of certain legislatures in which the legislators are granted protection against civil or criminal liability for the actions done or the statements made in the course of their legislative duties. It's common in countries whose constitutions are based on the Westminster system because it was started there. And a similar mechanism is known as a parliamentary immunity. So it has various different names. Mm. As I mentioned, the system started in the United Kingdom, allowing members of the House of Lords and the House of Commons to speak freely during ordinary parliamentary proceedings without fear of legal action on the grounds of slander, uh, contempt or courts or breaching of this official secrets act. It also means that the members of parliament cannot be arrested on civil matters for statements made or acts undertaken as an MP within the grounds of the Palace of Westminster on the condition that such statements or acts occur as a part of a proceeding in the parliament. This allows members to raise questions or debate issues which could slander an individual, interfere with an ongoing court case, or threaten to reveal state secrets. In Korea, Article 45 of the Constitution states that no assemblyman shall be held responsible outside of the assembly for opinions officially expressed or votes cast in parliament. So the ruling scenario parties vowed to push forward with a revision to the Assembly Act that would abolish parliamentary immunity from legal responsibility for remarks. Yes, well, there is an ongoing debate there. Uh, this move is gaining steam after main opposition Minju Party of Korea lawmaker Chung Chan made a false accusation regarding a member of the Supreme Court's Sentencing Advisory Committee. He accused the official of having committed sexual harassment but the claim was later found to be groundless. And although Cho's case ended with his retraction and apology, there are other cases that tie up assembly operations, opening the way for wasteful political wrangling. Mm. Senuri Party's interim leader Kim Hyuk said, quote, false accusation or defamation is not covered by immunity of speech. The party will overhaul ways to contain it. Uh, however, the MPK dismissed the claim as a political move to limit the opposition members from keeping the administration and the judiciary in check. MPK floor leader represented, uh, Representative Wu Sang-ho said, quote, We will fight against the ruling party's attempt to contain the inherited right of the legislature with an excuse of a first-term lawmaker's mistake. So what's the case abroad? Uh, is parliamentary immunity limited to certain conditions in other countries? Well, it seems that many of the more advanced nations do have control systems uh, even when they do allow privilege of speech. In particular, Germany's constitution stipulates that privilege of speech does not apply for slanderous insults. In a way, it is making clear that making such slanderous remarks to a third party with ill intentions is not something that will be covered by the privilege of speech. Germany is, in fact, clearly stating that you will not be protected by law in such cases. The same goes for the U.S. The law does not protect any political action if it's not for any legislative activities. 
And in Sweden, the National Assembly can limit the privilege of speech in cases of defamation after getting consent from the National Assembly. Gion, great to have you here. And your own privilege of speech, of course, <laughs> whatever that means. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> but thanks for explaining it in the context of the Assembly. Cho Gion with today's glossary.